welcome back. This is episode nine of Edward Reeves Buddhist Books podcast, formerly known as the playlist on YouTube. Anyway, um, for those of you on YouTube, I'm pointing to the corner of the screen and saying, if this is your first time seeing me, click here instead. That's the whole playlist. Start with the first episode of Dhammapada. Um, for those of you on the podcast, I, if you're jumping into the most recent episode just to see what's up, yeah, yeah, okay, feel free. Um, but, you know, if you decide you do want to listen to this, then uh, go go to that uh, intro episode, episode one, you know, after you're done with this test episode, I guess. Anyway, it's a good one to start as a test episode because I'm going to be listing off the table of contents for much of the future episodes. So, uh, I'm going to assume that you have heard, you know, the previous episodes, so I'm not going to repeat things that I've explained before. I heard from the Polytext Society in London today. They said that they have sent the package. Uh, so I'm here in New Delhi, as you know, and um, I don't know how long that's going to take to get here. Um, uh, Priyal and I are going to be out of town in a few days for a couple days and then back. So hopefully it won't come during those two days, but yeah, I know, I mean, we'll work it out if it does. So what is in the box? I'm going to read you the list. In the box of uh, poly literature that we're going to be reading that I'm going to be reading on this podcast, on this YouTube uh, playlist, before we get to Mahayana, is, I mean, unless some of these are like, I look at them and go, okay, we're not going to read this. This is like written by someone 30 years ago, and it's just sort of a rehashing of something we already read, which is a commentary that somebody wrote only 400 years ago that's, you know, whatever, you know, it's a they, on a case by case. We'll take it on a case by case, but if, in theory, we're going to be reading all of these books. <clears throat> what books? The Book of Analysis, The Book of Discipline, six volume set. The Book of Pairs, three-volume set. Buddhist Manual of Psychological Ethics. I mean, is that like translated from Pali words? They have a Pali word for psychological. I mean, ethics, sure. I'm interested. We'll, we'll find out. Um, Conditional Relations, two-volume set. Connected Discourses, two-volume set. Designation of Human Types. Well, that sounds like it might get a little, uh, you know, uh, weird. Old stuff for, you, tends to. I mean, have you read the Old Testament? My God. Anyway, um, Dialogues of the Buddha, three-volume set. Oh, oh, Dialogues of the Buddha. Is it really? Is it really things? I've been, been, I got used to what I, the, the, the uh, person that I refer to as Lotus Sutra Buddha, um, which is very different from Dhammapada Buddha. And I'm assuming that Dhammapada Buddha is closer to real Buddha, and Lotus Sutra Buddha is very, very far. Anyway, um, so yeah, if Dialogues, oh, Dialogues of the Buddha, three-volume set. Discourse on Elements, that sounds cool. Elders Verses, two-volume set. Group of Discourses, two-volume set. Let's say the Listaka. Utaka, Jataka, or Stories of the Buddha's Former Births, three-volume set. Middle-length Discourses of the Buddha. Minor Anthologies, Volume 3. What about Volumes 1 and 2? 
Well, anyway, I guess we'll find out when it arrives. Minor readings and the illustrator of the ultimate meaning. Numerical discourses of the Buddha. These are all books. These are the titles of books. Books. So, yeah, I'm going to be busy reading Theravada and probably won't ever get to the Lotus Sutra again, which is okay with me. Um, enlightenment? Eh, you know, I don't know. But at least it won't be the Lotus Sutra. My God. Um, okay. So, how, for those of you who've tuned in to check and see if this uh, podcast is for you, what do you think so far? Anyway, uh, comment below or whatever. You can't do that on podcasts, Edward. Um, anyway, uh, numerical day, we said that already. The path of discrimination. I think they mean like, you know, being able to discriminate between, you know, this and that, not like discrimination as in you're discriminating against me. These words have all gotten bad connotations like uh, judgment and, uh, you know, this kind of thing. Discrimination. Uh, peta stories. I'm going to assume that that's not what, you know, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, must be like an old poly word. Peta. P-E-T-A. Anyway, um, points of controversy. You remember episode four of Dhammapada, the one where I'm laughing? Well, anyway. <clears throat> uh, the Udana and the Itivutaka. Vimana stories, word of the doctrine, inception of discipline, overcoming doubts, volume one, Buddha's last days. That sounds sad. We'll save that for last. Uh, okay. Buddha's Buddhist legends set, three volumes. See, it says it's legends. It doesn't say, ah, this is the real word of the Buddha, and if you don't believe it, you're going to hell. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe we'll find out that every single one of these says, and by the way, if you don't believe it, you're going to hell. And then I'll say, okay, all right, Lotus Sutra is just following along in the tradition of Buddhism. I get it. Maybe every single one of them says, ignore everything that came before this. You know, I, I doubt it. But anyway, sorry, I'll stop. Uh, Udana commentary set to, uh, uh, to volume, two volumes. Etivutaka e commentary. So you can see I'm very excited. Uh, set volume two volumes. Commentary on the verses of the Theris Teris uh, story of Gautama Buddha. Well, okay, yeah. Clarifier of the sweet meaning. Ooh, uh, expositor, dispeller of delusion, and debates commentary. Those were all book titles. Now, for those of you watching, I have a, for those of you listening, I'm talking to the people who are watching. I am now holding a rose quartz wand in my hand and pointing to the bookshelf. So <clears throat> these books starting, uh, you know, here I had one little tiny copy of Dhammapada and then boop, then I had this this uh, poly literature, which initially I thought was too boring to read, so we jumped from the tiny Dhammapada to the Lotus Sutra, and then I, after reading that for six and a half hours, was like, or seven and a half hours, I think, was like, I, I can't, you know, I can't, I, so I, I went back to, you know, I talked to the Polytech Society and ordered all these books. And so anyway, long story short, we've got all those Mahayana Sutras here, and then we've got the Vajrayana, then the Japanese Vajrayana, the Zen, and then my dad's guru. All of this is going to have to go boop, and then this long list of books might not even fit on this shelf. So I'm looking forward to that, and I'll do a nice little video for the YouTubers uh, when all those books arrive and once I've got them arranged and all this. So, all right. How are you guys? Uh, this episode is brought to you by Twin Peaks. 
speaking of 90s references, right? I just recorded the intro a few days ago. Okay, I'll minimize the amount of my drinking coffee that you have to listen to. Let's jump right in because, you know, when one's blushing bride is in an airplane on the way from the other side of the world to, you know, reunite, one must make do with the blow-up doll. And so, uh, in this case, that is Volume 7 of A History of Indian Literature, Pali Literature. So, let's pick up right where we left off. <coughs> Sorry, weird jokes, weird jokes. Sorry, it gets weird sometimes. All right, Buddha Gosa gives an account of an assembly held in Ceylon soon after the introduction of Buddhism there, when the elder Maha Arita preached the Vinaya. Mahavamsa, let's get the old man. Uh, I'm, I'm holding a magnifying glass for those of you who, ooh, that kind of looks cool. See, we've got Tonka within a Tonka. Anyway, uh, okay. Mahavamsa does not mention this assembly. What are we talking about? When the elder Maha Arita preached the Vinaya, the Mahavamsa does not mention this assembly, but in the account of it given in the Sadhamma Sangha, the recitation is said to have included both the Vinaya and the Dhamma, and the assembly is specifically called the Fourth Assembly, and verses attributed to the Paranas are quoted, which include the words Katutam Sangam Katva. The Jinakalamali follows Buddha Gosa in stating that Maha Arita recited the Vinaya only. The verse found in the Sadhama Sangha is quoted by Buddha Gosa without attribution to the Puranas. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how you say that. Anyway, uh, but the words of the Pada in question are different and make no mention of the Katutasangaha. The Dipavamsa states that during the reign of Vatagamani Abhaya, in other words, 29 to 17 BC or BCE, if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, the monks who had previously remembered the Tipitaka and its commentary orally now wrote them down in books because of the threat posed by famine, war, and the growing power of the newly assembled Abhayagiri Vihara, which enjoyed the king's favor. I'm hoping that that sounds familiar because they're mentioning it for the second time and not because I'm reading this all for the second time. I'm pretty sure I don't remember talking about a fourth assembly or any of this stuff. Okay, so moving right along. The Mahavamsa also refers briefly to the writing down of the canon and the commentaries at this time. The Pujavaliya 
and Nikayasangraha, however, written in Ceylon in the 13th and 14th centuries, respectively, state that the writing down was a result of the holding of a council of 500 bhikkhus at the Aluvihara. In parentheses, Aloka Vihara. End parentheses. Anybody? Comment below. Comment what? I don't know. Uh, anything, whatever. You know, if you comment, then the algorithm goes, oh, people are engaged in this. We should. Anyway, although that's what the algorithm sounds like, if you didn't know. Although neither source gives a number to the council. The Jinakalamali, however, entitles this section of its narrative Katuta Sangita, excuse me, Gitikata, and quotes a statement from the Sara Sangaha written in the 13th or 14th century that the Sangiti was. Katu ta dama sangiti sadisa. Oh, it goes on. New word, Eva or Eva, I don't know. It's spelled E V A. And then new word, Akasi. Of the writing down of the Tipitaka. Oh my god, I'm so enlightened right now, guys. Oh, aren't are you are you feeling it? Are you, is it kicking in? These words, they just have this effect. Okay, sorry. Um, the Tipitaka and the commentaries in the time of Vatagamani, the Sasanavamsa. Eh? This is not the Sasanavamsa. Do not buy that book. Um, anyway, okay. That'll make sense if you've seen the previous episodes. Where were we? Written in Burma in 1861 by Panasami, which we've got right here in the original Burmese, just, you know, not in English. There's this much commentary in English where it says, oh, the first chapter is sort of like, sets the sort of tone for the whole book. And the second chapter is very long, and the third chapter says stuff. And if you speak Burmese, then you can read it at the end. Thanks. Thanks, whoever photocopied this book for us. Anyway. Um, but following earlier sources states, who, what? Uh, you know, Panasami in the Sasanavamsa, written in Burma in 1861. We'll get into that. We'll get into, we'll dive in a little bit to the commentary in a little bit. Okay. Uh, he says, he says, but following order, uh, earlier sources states that, quote, this should be called even by the name of the fourth council, end quote. All right, cool. We're learning a lot about this fourth council that may or may not be called the fourth council, depending on who you ask on account of schisms. Mm. So enlightened right now. Okay. It quotes as an authority for this statement the Vinaya Tika called Saratadipani, written by Shariputta. Was that Shariputta? Shariputra? Probably different Shariputra. 
Probably in the 12th century. Definitely different Shariputra, unless he lived a really long time. Shariputra, it says here. Which states, the council for writing the books was indeed the fourth council. Oh, oh I love these like dry academic textbooks, don't you? Oh, I just can't get enough. The uh, Sasanavamsa also states that the list of elders down to Siva, which is found in the Vinaya, is, quote, succession of elders down to those who assembled in the fourth council as recorded in books, end quote. comedy works in threes. I'll save it for later. Anyway, the Deepavanamsa followed by Buddha, Gosa, and Mahavamsa tells how one of the missions sent out by Mogaliputta after the third council consisted, I love how they introduce these brand new characters as if we already know them. You know, it's just assumed that, well, if you're reading this book, you must already know about Mogaliputta. After the third council consisted of Sona, parentheses, Ka, Sona, Ka, maybe, probably just Sona, but Ka, maybe, in parentheses. Yeah. Uh, and Uttars, who went to Suvanabhumi, Bhumi, again, which is usually identified as Burma. Okay, so now we're talking maybe about Burma. Cool. The Burmese tradition, however, has it that Buddhism was established in Burma even earlier than that. Well, of course, everything's always all the way back to the very beginning, before the beginning. Thousands of aeons. There were thousands, hundreds of thousands of Buddhas all the way back to the beginning. There is no beginning. It goes back infinitely into the past. And they all had Lotus Sutras. And they all said the same thing. And they all had a little hair with a vein. Haven't you heard? You can ask uh, Manjushri over there. Okay, where were we? Uh, I don't know. Okay, Burmese tradition states that it was even earlier. Okay, the Sasanavamsa tells of the Buddha actually visiting that country, of course. Of course. Uh, did you hear Jesus went to Peru? It's true. I read it in the Book of Mormon. Um, okay, then anyway, so where were we? Yes, 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 yes. He visited Burma. Of course. I mean, Burma is like right there, right? Uh, a story doubt, doubtless invented. Oh, okay. Uh, to match his alleged visits to Ceylon. The latter Burmese tradition even claims Buddha Gosa as a native of Taton. <laughs> as if Buddha Gosa was a native of Taton, which I assume based on the context is in Burma. Moving right along. There is evidence for the existence of Buddhism in both Burma and Siam by the 7th century AD or CE, and a number of Buddhist texts were certainly known in Burma in the 8th century. Okay, well, since we're, since we're on this Burma kick, why don't we switch over now to the Sasanavamsa, or so it says on the front of the book. How are you guys? Are you guys good? You having fun? And me too. It's nighttime. Could you tell? There's no ref no daytime reflection off the uh, 
the window over there. That's how you can tell, unless you're listening to me, in which case there's... Well, you can tell by the lack of sounds outside. There's usually someone going... People selling things. That's what they do. They walk around these little streets and make sounds. Each one has a unique sound based on not what they're saying, but the sound. You can go, ah, he's selling buckets and things. And, you know, sometimes they shout in Hindi, like basically, tomatoes and potatoes and some peas. Never wear anyone. Neverhood. Excuse me. Not never wear. Never wear. Neverhood. Okay, if you have no idea what either of those are, one is a video game for the PC, the other is a book by Neil Gaiman. I'm trying to like pronounce things correctly, so I'm on this kick. I used to always say Neil Gaiman. That's what people say. That's what people say in California. Oh, have you read Sandman by Neil Gaiman? And then you like, he's watching an interview and he says, hello, I'm Neil Gaiman. And it's like, oh, are you? Shoot. Like, for example, I'm Edward Reeb. But if you ask a German, I'm Edward Reib. And technically, they're right and I'm wrong. But it's Reeb. Come on. R-E-I-B. E-I means I. I-E means E in, by German rules. But who uses German rules when speaking German? Come on. I certainly don't. Spelled E-I-I. Right? Okay. Sorry. Losing it here, guys. Okay, where where are we? I can't. This is the one that's a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy, shoved into a Word document and then published because it's technically legal because it's in the public domain. So we're going to need the magnifying glass a bit more. Yana Karata is the country of the Yavana people, or Janme, spelled like the abbreviation for January with a hyphen and then the abbreviation for May, M-A-Y, short for M-A-Y. Okay. The, the country of the Shan tribes about Zime. You know, maybe you, you know, maybe everybody in the world knows this except for we Americans. Cause... Okay, the identification of Panasam. What? Panasam? That M has an extra, like, hump. Panasayam, perhaps, or Panasami. No way to know, because this is such a terrible copy of, of this. Um, anyway, sorry. Mm, I don't even know. Okay, here we go. Is one to be met with commonly in the works of Burmese writers, seconding to whom Yona, maybe, yeah, Yona is the Shan country about Chiang Mai. I know Chiang Mai, my grandpa lived there for a while. Tao Semko remarks and see four hammer early history and C. That's like the and symbol with a C. No space in between. Alright. Mm -hmm. I'm so enlightened right now, guys. In my head it sounded funnier, like, oh, I'm so enlightened right now. It, it didn't sound like that. It sounded funny, but now I'm saying it out loud. It doesn't sound funny. All right. 
European authorities have, uh, was it Interpol? <laughs> Trying to keep it entertaining because it's just very much not. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to when these books arrive. Oh. Technically, this is a photocopy of a book published by the Polytech Society, so they might not be much more exciting than this, but we'll find the good parts. Maybe we'll skip over some of this really heady stuff and just get to the like stuff that they say the Buddha said, right? I mean, you know? Who wants to read the whole Bible? Just give me the red-letter text anytime. Most of it, anyway. That revelation stuff is just silly. Okay, European authorities have unanimously... Yeah, there we go. Unanimously placed Yonaka in... Though it looks like an M. In the... Northwest region of India, invaded and held by the Greeks. See, among others, Rice David's Buddhism, page 227, Siam Levy. Okay, I'm not going to read the rest of the parentheses. In the chapter on Yana Karata, the author of the Sasanavamsa localizes the Yanaka country more exactly, mentioning the country's H-A something with like a bunch of missing, it's like a, it's like a, it could be the beginning of an R and then the end of an N. Maybe we'll just call that an M. Hambunja, Kaboja, Kemanara, and Ayuda. Also the cities of Sokataya and Kapuna. <clears throat> From these hints, we may gather that his Yonaka country extends along the valleys of the Menam and Meping rivers and includes the Shan states to the north of these. The names Kamfang and Zime on the Meping to Kate and Yutia on the Menam can be easily recognized under their pseudonym Polyforms. <laughs> okay. With, with regard to the Yamana people, it may further be noted that in the sketch map of the ancient classical divisions of Indochina in Luciam. Mm, Fornarios Lesiam Ancien Lesiam Ancien. No, sorry, that was terrible. Uh, and then a bunch of stuff in parentheses. Annales du Musee. Oh, it's the museum that it's in. In which tomb of the museum? Okay, I guess. <clears throat> Yavanadeka. He's to the east. Of the Mepeng River, he's, H-E-S, no apostrophe, lies, lies to the east of the Mepeng River. For the Yavana people in Indochina, see also Abel Bergamnes, Lention Royaume de Campa de Apres, Apres? Les inscriptions, uh, page, uh, how do you say 61 in French? 
and memoirs et documents de la mission Paul. P.A. something indecipherable, page three. <clears throat> the ancient, I'm assuming a Hampunya, is identified by M. Fornero with Lam Fun Siam Ancient page. Uh, uh, I wish I remember. I, I know. Vingt, trente, quarante. Is there even a word for fifty, or is that when they start like adding things together? They 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 say quatre vingt. Quatre vingt dix is how you say ninety in French, which is like four times twenty and ten. Isn't that odd? A little odd. They didn't come up with a word for 90. Hmm. See, English is like adaptable. I mean, part of the reason for that is that the French came and shoved all their French in it you know, a thousand years ago. And then, you know. Anyway, not coming up with a word for 90 is just lazy. <clears throat> I said it. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, let's just uh, let's just close right there. Let me try and guess where I left off. Uh, oh, wait, <clears throat> no, and that was mid sentence. Okay, let's finish the sentence at least. M. Pavier says, describing a Thai inscription at Lamphun, quote. Sehari Punjapura foot dans le hot laos la station la plus recluée there. Oh my god, not only did they not translate it into English, but it's really long. Okay, we'll start with that um, ridiculous long French sentence in the middle of the supposed English translation of Assassinabamsa that they. Latin Burmese next time, shall we? <laughs> Aren't you glad we're not reading the Lotus Sutra? Anyway, okay, so that was today's episode of um, Pali Scriptures um, on Edward Reeves' Buddhist Books podcast. Isn't it? Isn't it grand? Isn't it um, enlightening? Don't you wish that you had spent that half hour meditating instead of listening to that? There's a lesson in that somewhere. I'm not sure what it is. Okay, well, thank you all for joining me in spite of how it was. And I, too, am looking forward to those books arriving. And uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully some of them will be, you know, somewhere, anywhere near as good as uh, Dhammapada was. That was good. I really enjoyed Dhammapada. Um, so, um, I'm not sure. I, I might be away for a few days. So, uh, if you don't hear from me tomorrow, then you probably... Well, anyway, I'll post an episode when I post it. It might be tomorrow. It might be in five days. <clears throat> but I do want to try to post these very regularly. Otherwise, given how many books there are for us to go through, I will literally never finish um, and get to those books on the right. I mean, my goal is to get to Shobogenzo, but I just added an entire shelf in between two books because I just couldn't stand uh, how dismissive Lord Sutra was of the Theravada tradition. So I said, hey, 
Hang on there, whoever wrote the Lotus Sutra. I am going to order all of the Theravadan tradition books and read them. And I, I, I'm, I'm glad that I made that decision. No, really, I am. Until next time, uh, let's close in the usual manner. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us, and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Thank you for going on this ride with me. Until next time.